Works 96.7 WORX. That's Con Calma by Con Calma. It's the remix version there. 9.24. And uh, I'm kind of uh, still a little bit in shock of what's sitting in front of me right now. Not Matt True and Curtis Chatham, but President and Vice President <laughs> of Madison Regatta. But good morning to both of you. How about good that? Good morning, sir. Good morning. <laughs> How are you all doing today? Absolutely fantastic, man. Now, why, Absolutely don't, why fantastic. don't you talk about this? Uh, there's a little piece of, of uh, hardware sitting between the both of you. Why don't you talk about this real yeah, quick? A little piece, man. And I'll tell you, it's, <laughs> it's, been, it's been pretty crazy to, to actually, like, Get the thing and, and bring it down here. We're um, talking about the Gold Cup, FYI. 115-year-old trophy sitting in, in the studio here right now with us, and that's amazing. You, you know, you, you look at all this, and, you know, there's even, the, you see, one, the 1971 Gold Cup, which, of course, was won here, and then, of course, the two that Jimmy Shane has won, two or three that Jimmy Shane has won since he took over. How how just shell shock or just awe-inspiring is it to see all these old names on here? I, I just, I just got to say, I mean, we walked in the office to to pick this thing up, and 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 it's it's awe inspiring. I mean, I mean, they're, they're, this thing is was made in 1904, and uh, and and I, it's just difficult to find words sometimes to describe this thing. It's, that's how amazing that it really is, and and it got really real when we put it in the box, threw it in the car, and then we had to drive it home yesterday. <laughs> so. Just for the so, record, had you wrecked before you got here? Oh yeah, the, uh, yeah. I, we we would have went from the hero to the zero yesterday, and then one foul swoop there. But I, I'll let Curtis talk about really kind of how we ended up kind of get this. Yeah, thing. please go for really it. Well, and this whole ball. if you're available to watch, we're live on Facebook, so you can see the trophy while we're up here at the studio and uh, see what's going on. You know, to answer your first question, I'm looking at some names on here of drivers that you know. One, I don't really remember that well, but a couple that I am seeing. Uh, Fran Muncy's name, who's coming back to Regatta this year, Chip Hanauer's name, they'll both be back at Regatta this year, so I'm sure they're going to want to get a picture with a trophy <laughs> they held at one point, so just really, really cool uh, experience, and I remember the first meeting we had with our board, and I said, you know, how do we get the Gold Cup? Oh, uh, well, it's at Detroit, there's no way we're going to get the Gold Cup, and I'm like, well, we got we to gotta let them tell us no. So Matt and I, you know, we met with Charlie and said, hey, we want the Gold Cup for next year, which is the 70th anniversary. Sure. But at the same time, we wanted to go ahead and knock it in for two years so we could, you know, start advertising now and start the, uh, just get the feelings that everybody has about, the, you know, the oldest trophy in motorsports back in Madison. Well, and, you know, when you did this process, because there's so many years, like even I've been one saying, man, why can't we get the Gold Cup in Madison? What was the process of officially getting it here in Madison? Well, the first process was asking the question. Yeah. I mean, really, when we went out and met with Charlie, we said, you know, here's what we want for the race this year. Mm-hmm. And the number one thing on my list when we sat down with him was we want the Gold Cup. And, you know, hey, okay, well, we can talk about that. And I'm like, well, we want the Gold Cup. <laughs> and then we need this many boats. And we want this. And we want, you know, we want your drivers involved with this and, you know, some additional autograph sessions. You know, we went through that whole process. But obviously, number one was, you know, how do we get the Gold Cup here? Well, and when you look at getting the Gold Cup here, you look at how successful the last two regattas have been. You know, obviously, two years ago, we had the four-boat exhibition, which a lot of people were kind of poo-pooing on before the race started. But that regatta ended up being an outstanding regatta, of course, with the GPWs coming in as well. And then last year, I mean, the crowd, everything was just – you couldn't have asked for a better regatta last year. Uh, you know, and I'll, I'll be full disclosure, last year was the first regatta I attended in almost 10 years, and it felt like – a regatta of old you know if we had the arcades at d bennett's place it really would have felt like an old regatta but last year really felt the amount of people uh the 
the people that were down there, the, the way they were interacting with each other. We had people from all over the United States, whether it was for racing or for the music side of things. So um, just, just a really big deal for us to get this back down in Madison. Well, and you finally bring the Gold Cup here. It was announced back in January, right, that the Gold Cup was coming back here January, February. Mm-hmm. And what was kind of the reaction from the racing community and just this community as a whole when it was announced that it was coming back here? You know, I, I think there, it's been mixed emotions. You know, obviously the people in Detroit are disappointed. They're disappointed the hydro, the you know, the unlimited aren't going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but when you look across the race sites, everybody wants a piece of this thing. I mean, sure. this, this this thing is 115 years old. Who who does not want to host a Gold Cup? Mm-hmm. And so so Curtis got the ball rolling on this. We're thrilled that we we have it. And and like you said, I think last year for um, for the first time in a long time, the event really felt fresh. It felt like it was new. Felt like we were on the upswing for a change. Mm-hmm. And and I think that that bringing this thing down here is going to just put us over the top this year so we, we couldn't be more happy for it to be here but i think it really is going to be a game changer for uh, for our 69th and our 70th next year we a uh, big conversation a lot of people have when it comes to racing are the unlimiteds and the boat count as far as that what is do you have any prediction on or any word on what the boat count is going to be this year well i'll i'll answer your question that you asked me last week when we were at the yeah, uh, chamber golf scramble yes. you asked if the u1 would be here and and i told you one of the first campsites we sold this year was to mark and sandy tate so mm-hmm. I, I have a hard time believing they're not co- that andrew's <laughs> not going to race here if they bought a campsite so uh, do we know what that boat count is we have not been given you know that number we know what we requested and what we offered up to sure um and you're seeing there's six boats testing this weekend i believe yeah. or next friday or next friday yep. yeah um so i i think we're headed down the right path to get the number we were hoping for i mean right. eight was the magic number we really would like to see us get to but you know six is what's competitive and out there well in graham trucking the 12 with j michael kelly of course he didn't go uh, I think he only ran in Tri-Cities was the only race he ran in last year, and I believe they think he's going to make the travel the entire way this year, and that's another really competitive boat in the field. It, and that was a boat when we sat out and talked to Charlie, that was not really in the conversation because we didn't know what their status was. So, mm. you know, when you say six boats and you add him, now you're to seven, and then uh, the U7, I think, was was it with Bert? Bert Henderson, uh, yeah. He wasn't a part of that conversation because we didn't know what he was doing. So I, I, I think that we'll get to eight. Um, it, it, at worst, we're going to have six really good boats, but I think we're going to end up with eight because everybody wants a piece of this trophy. Now, do you think the do you think the Miss Madison team will run two boats this year? Yeah, I, I definitely think that's a, that's a question for Charlie and the crew. Uh, you know, we, we don't have any idea. It, it's really hard to speculate. I mean, we see so much on Hydro News. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's so much scuttlebutt going around. Yeah. We talk to teams. We talk to, you know, to crew members, things like that, to try to figure out what's what. Mm-hmm. There's always a prediction. It's almost like the weather. You know, it's like, <laughs> man, what, what's the weather going to do? What's it, you know, whoever. But at the end of the day, uh, I, I think that having this thing here that that makes the that makes the carrot or the big hook even that much bigger, and people want a piece of this thing like mm-hmm. Curtis just mentioned, and I, I think we're going to probably have one of the best fleets we've had in years, and I, I just I can't wait. I hate to wish time away, but I, I can't wait till July. This is going to be an awesome well, event. No, I'm right there with you. I think any hydroplane fan is. And yep. here's one thing I want to ask you this because we you know I don't want to go into any specifics financially and whatnot. Uh, what's happened the last few years, but last year was tremendous for the regatta organization as a whole. And I remember reading that should something go really well, it'll be back way above where it's where it has been. With this, do you think this could easily put regatta back over the top? I, th- I think there's there's uh, no way it couldn't go that way. I mean, when you have the biggest trophy, the oldest trophy here, everybody wants their name on it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's going to bring people down there. And, and you know, to your question. Last year, we sold almost 8,000 wristbands to racing-only people. So uh, 
racing is still a big part, you know, even with the concert added and people are taking advantage of the combo tickets and doing that, it, there's still a lot of race people out there that showed up last year when the big this big trophy wasn't down there. So, you know, we're fully prepared for more people to attend for the racing side of things. I I think for me, really our biggest push uh, as far as our committee goes is is we really want to try to please as many fans and people as we can Mm. Uh, because that's exactly what we're trying to do this for. You you know, it's it's for the community. It's for the people who are race fans. But it it, it means the world to the city, and we we just need to have it. We need to be bigger and better. Mm-hmm. Excellent. We got to take a break. We'll come back. Take a few minutes off air. Discuss some other stuff. We'll come back. President and Vice President Matt True Curtis Chatham of the Madison Regatta, and of course, the uh, absolutely spectacular APBA Gold Cup joining us here on the air. We'll be back with more after this on Works ninety six seven. Works ninety six seven W O R X. Welcome back. Of course, Matt uh, True Curtis Chatham, President and Vice President of the Madison Regatta, and the current Miss Madison Regatta. Of course, she will have to hand this crown off here in just a matter of a couple of months and uh, we're going to talk to her about the pageants real quick carrington true good morning carrington hi how are you i'm doing good how are you good all right so obviously recap last year you were crowned miss madison regatta last year of course i interviewed you a couple times last year you were on cloud nine forever talk about what your experience was just last year even before the gold cup got here Yes, so having the opportunity to be Miss Madison Regatta and to represent my hometown really was just a blessing in itself, and it was something that I had dreamed about since I was as little as I can remember. I Mm -hmm. don't remember missing a regatta as a kid, and I always remember scouring the riverbank to find her and to get my picture with Miss Regatta. She was just always that role model. So it was a goal that was kind of over 10 years in the making, and I was Mm -hmm. so, so fortunate um, to be able to have that title, and it just really meant a lot. So obviously, you know, you're this for a year. You've been involved in a few things since then, but you now have to look ahead as someone else is going to retake the crown this year. Uh, Sometimes a struggle that they've had in the last couple of years is sometimes getting people to sign up. Why why do you think that is? Are people, do you think, just scared to do it, do you think? I'm not sure. I think it varies on the person. Um, Pageantry isn't really big in this area of the country, um, and so it's kind of new for a lot of people, but it's one of those things that you're going to love it, and you're going to get the itch, and you're going to want to keep doing it. Uh, You just have to put yourself out there and get out of your comfort zone a little bit, but you make those lifelong friendships, and you gain skills that you can't really gain anywhere else. You know, you work on an interview, you win scholarships, and really just meeting the people, and you get to do an experience that not very many people get to to have. Well, we were talking before we went off air, uh, one of the girls who was involved in it last year, Megan, she said she didn't know what to expect and then she signed up for it and she said she had a blast doing it. And she was not a pageant girl at all and she said just getting to know the rest of the girls yeah. was one of the best parts. Absolutely, yeah. You definitely... You're not there for the crown, and you know, you're there for some scholarships sometimes, but really you're there for the people and the people are what make it the best thing in the world. Now, the, pa- the winner of the pageant goes to the state fair, is that correct? Or the state pageant? Talk to me about that. So the winner of Miss Madison Regatta, um, our oldest queen, she will attend the Indiana State Festival's uh, queen pageant in January. Um, Mm. There's a scholarship awarded there as well. And if you were uh, lucky to win that, you get to travel the state for a year and attend, I think, over 40 festivals. Last year's state queen put over 6,000 miles on her car alone. And, you know, you just get to meet people all over the state and get to live, live the festival life. <laughs> so, no, absolutely. No kidding. So, you look, Carrington, I want to ask you this because you've obviously, with your dad and just growing up here, you've been going to the regatta your whole life. You look to your left, you see this giant freaking trophy right here. Yeah. Just as the current queen who's going to be able to hand it off 
to the new queen who will be representing Madison Regatta this year with the Gold Cup. What do you think that's going to mean? I have to say that I'm a little bit heartbroken <laughs> that I am not the queen that gets to help hand the Gold Cup to the winner, but I am so happy that there is going to be a girl that gets to do that, and it is going to be something that she will remember for the rest of her life. I'm a little nervous sitting next to this 115-year-old trophy. I'm afraid to breathe on it. Uh, you know, it's, it's so special, but... I'm I'm greatly looking forward to it. Now the fest, the pageant itself this year, um, I guess it will be the Monday of Regatta Week as usual. I believe. Yeah. So the Miss pageant is the Monday of Regatta Week, which is July first, okay. and then we of course have the Little Miss, Miss Princess, Miss Preteen, and Miss Teen on June 29th, and then we're also bringing the babies and cutie pies back on mm. June 30th. Where will will the pageant be at Madison this year? Or will it be moved to the church because of construction? Where where will it be this year? The high school has no auditorium currently so the pageant will be at North Madison Christian Church okay what will be the things that pageant the pageant uh, tiers have to do this year yeah so this year's pageant theme is all that glitters is gold of course for our gold cup mm -hmm. uh, so depending on the age group you just have to have uh, kind of an opening number outfit that's mainly mm -hmm. sparkly and glittery or that's actually gold mm -hmm. um, and then some of our age groups are going to be doing dances and it'll just be a really good time and there's also the interview and evening gown as well mm -hmm. well are the pageant forms available yet or will those be available soon I believe so there is the Madison Regatta pageants Facebook page they've been posting a lot of information there um, more of the specifics go to that page and then on the website, of course, and you can always um, reach out to our pageant directors and the pageant committee. They're more than happy to answer any question. What is your message to some of the girls that maybe are listening? They're of age to be in the pageant because the rule you have to be out of high school and you have to be unmarried and not have kids. Is that correct? Yeah, the age group is 18 to 22, I believe. 18 to 22. Okay. And your message to people because, you know, we've talked about certain people that you and I both know that they're kind of afraid to do it because maybe they don't think they're the prettiest girl in the world maybe they're like oh, it's just not my thing i don't want to get all dolled up but what is your message to them i would tell everyone that pageants are not really what you think there's a lot more to them and don't be afraid to get out of your comfort zone it may be one of the best decisions you've made and of course i am always available to answer any questions there have been several people send me messages on instagram and facebook mm -hmm. just asking any questions i'm more than happy to help anyone if you want to learn how to walk in some heels and do some turns you know <laughs> don't be afraid to call me and reach out i'm i'm more than happy to help do you actually have to teach people to walk and turn in heels it's not as easy as people make it look, Jordan. Sounds like he's interested. <laughs> Why not? Jordan, I can give you a lesson. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> that video would go viral, and I would never live it down. <laughs> all right. Well, first of all, Carrington, you were a wonderful queen last year. And oh, thank, thank you. Thank you for being also so open to us, and congratulations once again. And thank also, you. I want to quick, quickly you know, give a shout-out to you. Your father is here as well. You are getting ready to compete in the Miss Kentucky pageant, which is an amazing opportunity. I've seen you all over social media getting ready. Yes. Have you sat still in the last three months? I have not. Funny enough, I was at a Habitat for Humanity build a couple days ago. Two days before that, I was in Richmond at a mock interview. I was doing community service earlier in that week. I went to a fire hazmat training class. Um, I'm just all over the place, just really getting ready ready for that. Miss Kentucky is <laughs> Miss Kentucky's a little bit of a different ball game. You know, there's, there's a chance to go compete at Miss America on the line. So really just doing that last minute preparations and I can't wait. Don't forget to mention you drove to Detroit yesterday to pick up this trophy. <laughs> I did, yes. To be yes. honest about it. We did. We drove to Detroit yesterday and we 
we were there a lot shorter than what it took to get there, but <laughs> it was worth it. And I'm sure a lot of people saw my tweet last night that I had yes. the oldest trophy in motorsports <laughs> in the back of my car. I feel very special for that. <laughs> well, were you just telling your dad, like, okay, dad, like, you cannot crash. Like, we have to get home. Drive slow. I don't care. Like, yes, yeah. no, we drove through a storm, and <laughs> I was kind of taking a little bit of a nap, and I could hear the rain, and I was up there, and I was, like, watching. I'm like, okay, semis are coming on the left. Like, people are coming this way. Do not wreck us. <laughs> See, Matt, aren't you glad you have someone that looks out for you right here? <laughs> All right. Well, Carrington, from everyone here and me personally as your friend, very much good luck to you in the pageant. Thank we're you all so rooting, much. We're already you. you. All right. Thank you, Carrington True, the reigning Miss Madison Regatta, hopefully soon to be the Miss Kentucky here in a few weeks. Curtis, uh, we have to talk to you now again. And uh, we've mentioned the racing just a minute ago, but the Rooster Tail Music Festival, which uh, came in last year, such a huge event. And, of course, there's a big name coming this year. And you said, we, you and I, when we talked to the Golf Scramble last week, You've got names from everywhere coming to this thing. Yeah, so, uh, you know, the most important people to shout out to on that, Brent Turner and Matt Wells and their music committee, have just, uh, you know, taken the ball and ran with it on the whole festival side of this to really bring something new to the racing, but it almost feels like its own festival other than it happens on the river during the same time. So, uh, you know, we've got tickets sold to people in Saudi Arabia, Washington, uh, New York, Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, Colorado, uh, you know, and those aren't just racing people. Those are a lot of those are music festival people mm -hmm. that are coming to hear some of the names we have. What are some of the names that you have this year? So we've got um, on Thursday night, the headliner is the High Divers. They were one of the crowd favorites last year. Thursday night is a free night, 4th of July. It's kind of like an extra bonus night for Regatta this year. Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully nobody has to go to work on Friday so you can stay down and party <laughs> Thursday night in Bicentennial Park, listen to free music. It's, you know, Craig Toyota stepped up. They took care of the cost for Thursday night, so there's no wristband required uh, to attend that. Friday night, we've got uh, Mike and the Moon Pies, and uh, I want to say Jamie Lynn Wilson, I believe, is the other is the headliner on Friday night. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Brent and Matt again reached out, found some great bands that have huge followings that uh, still fit the genre we're trying to do down there. You know, different than R River Roots, different than Riverfest. That's unique to what we're trying to offer. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, when you look at this part of it, it just makes the festival even better and better. And it brings up the crowd, and it helps tourism here in the area. It helps the local economy. You know, and, and that's something we're really trying to figure out is what is the, how has the rooster tail impacted the local economy? Um, with, with There's so many different people coming in town, not just for racing, but now for music. And there are different people that are starting to interact with each other and realize, oh, man, there's a boat race going on. I want to check this out. And, hey, sure. I didn't realize there was a music concert tonight. I'm going to stay and listen to a concert. Mm -hmm. So bringing those two crowds of people together is what, you know, right in downtown historic Madison is what really makes Madison unique. Now, there's three different types of wristbands. There's race only, music only, and then a combo band, correct? Uh, that's correct. So, obviously, racing only gets you into the racing portion only, which would be Saturday and Sunday. Uh, music only will get you into Friday night and Saturday night. Or you can buy the combo band that gets you, you know, access to both events. Mm. So $25 for racing, $25 for music, or $40 for the combo pass. And that's good for the whole week. Okay. And you can purchase those online now, correct? They are definitely available online. We've had, uh, you know, we launched a whole new website with a whole new portal to purchase more secure and People have taken advantage of some promos we've had out there. They'll be hitting businesses this week as well. You know, the, the Kroger's, the 
CVS, the liquor stores, and some of the other businesses in the mm-hmm. area. And uh, those are available, and tarp spots are available now, correct? Yeah, tarp spots are also available. So, you know, with, with Regatta ever-evolving, we moved tarp spots to online. And, and for some people, it's been a huge change where they can just log on. They can see what spots are available, add it to their cart, and check out. And know they've got a tarp spot instead of waiting on somebody to answer the phone at the <laughs> Regatta office. So Fair enough. us really evolving into what people want. Now, is it true that the RV spots have already sold out? Is that correct? That is correct. And we actually added... 10 additional spots this year and we've been sold out for almost a month now that's incredible yeah so there's a 75 rv spots this year maybe 80 spots i can't remember that exact number is there anything new like is there anything new parking or wise or is it going to kind of be the same (laughs) as usual yeah so we did add some new parking so if you come in the ferry street gate which is down by the bridge yeah um, we're going to allow parking along the curb from St. Michael's Street all the way east to the bridge. Mm. Um, that'll be a daily admission. Um, I believe it's $25 a day to park. And you can come in and park literally front row of the regatta and not have to wield your chairs and coolers That's down awesome. over the hill. And it's, there's no pass in or out. So once you're in, if you leave, you know, you got to pay that reentry fee sure. to park. But Yeah, so get there early. And also Sam Cole says, hey, don't forget about California. He's coming on. Uh, oh, and California tickets coming for the music festival. So there you go. And there was a Facebook post. I want to say about twenty states we've sold tickets to for music. That you know, this festival a few years ago, someone told me when I when I was younger, someone told me Regatta's dead. It's now it's going to be done here in two years. Now you add this music festival, and I see this giant trophy that I never thought. I genuinely never thought in my life I would see this here in Madison. And now look where Regatta is. Well, you know, and again, that goes out to our board and our, our committees that we've put together and new groups of volunteers that have really, um, you know, we were tired of hearing Regatta's dead or Regatta needs to change. We need a facelift. And, and adding the music festival really did that. But at the same time, you know, negotiating for the Gold Cup really <laughs> helps the racing side of things as well. So it takes both of us to do it. And that's what the music festival guys have jumped on board with racing, and the racing is starting to come on side with the uh, music. Who knows? Maybe Madison will be the permanent home of the Gold Cup here in a few years. Well, you know, again, you can't be told no if you don't ask the question. So 39 years ago was the last time, which I wasn't alive then, so I've never seen it either until now. Really? This was the first time you've ever seen it? Uh, Other than a picture. I've never seen it in person. Uh, Same here. So So. that, that, that is incredible. And so... You know, Curtis and Matt, thank you all from just me as a racing fan. This is, you know, awesome. You know, hopefully we'll have some great racing this year. Again, assuming the U1 Delta Real Track with Tate comes and you have J. Michael Kelly, uh, Tom Thompson, the J&Ds presents Reliable Diamond Tool, also runs great. We could have some great fast boats this year. Hey, uh, thank you left out a hometown boat there when oh, you were yeah, well. mentioning those names. So we wouldn't be fair if we didn't do that. So let's not forget about the boat we own. Sorry, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Jimmy. Oh, yeah, that boat, too. All right. All right, well, uh, Matt, Curtis, Carrington, anything else you all want to say before we step away here? Uh, you know, I, I thank you to all our fans that are out there that come and attend the festival that, you know, spend the week with us at Regatta. Uh, you know, there's a saying that it's the biggest reunion in town. Um, without those guys coming down, the Gold Cup wouldn't be here, the music festival wouldn't be here, and it takes those people to make it happen. I'm going to tell you a funny story real quick. I was wrapping a soccer game at Bellarmine last year, and the guy who's the director of operations there, the one who always takes care of the officials when we get there, he said back when he was in college, 
he went to the Madison Regatta for a bachelor party because he had heard about this festival. And that was back in 2012, I think, 2013, one of the two. And ever since then, he loved it so much, he comes back every year. Just It was a random occurrence. You know, and those are the stories that we love to hear, and we just don't hear enough of them. That's why we encourage people to go on the Facebook page and leave some of those memories out there. The, the couple coming from Saudi Arabia was here five years ago to celebrate their wedding or wedding anniversary, and they're coming back again this year to celebrate with their kids, you know, another anniversary with us. That's awesome. Carrington, anything else you want to add? I, you know, I just want to emphasize what Curtis has said. You know, this has impacted my life in a positive way, and I know there are plenty of other people out there that it has, and, you know, we just really couldn't do it without everyone that comes down, and it's, I personally think it's the best week of the year in Madison, and so I think a lot of people can agree, and, you know, let's make it even better. Hell yeah. All right. So, Matt, anything else you want to say? Go ahead, sir. Yeah, just real quick for me is is I, I would stay tuned to the Facebook page and, and especially our social media because I, I'm guessing that you're going to see this trophy around places in town <laughs> and and there'll be tickets for sale there. So, uh, you know, don't miss an opportunity and, 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 and get ready because ticket sales are going to start hitting local businesses here soon this week. And and uh, so we're, we're excited about it. But but don't miss an opportunity to come see the Cup. And, and it's, it's we'll, we'll hit several places in town and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll provide those locations for you. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you both so much for all the hard work you do. And, uh, again, Matt, Curtis, thank you all so much. Carrington, again, good luck to you. Thank you. And we will talk to you later. we got music to come up to wrap up this hour. We'll get some news from AJ at the top of the hour. Check out our Facebook, Works 96.7 FM. Also on our Twitter at WRX Radio. Picture of the Gold Cup live on there. Back to the music. It's the Backstreet Boys on Works 96.7.